Listen to insights on how conversational messaging is changing the way businesses and their customers engage. Join Gupshup CEO Berud and VP for Marketing Srini and an array of guests for conversations about conversations. This is the Gupshup Conversational Messaging Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Conversational Messaging Podcast. As usual, uh, Srini and Birut joining you. Today we're going to talk about uh, a function or a capability that every business needs to have if it has to survive and thrive uh, and build loyalty, and that is customer support. And customer support is as old as businesses. And this particular industry uh, or function has gone through several uh, transformative journeys over the last 30 to 40 years. And initially, you had armies of customer support agents in a linear model. So more the number of queries and more the number of calls, more the number of agents that were added. But with the introduction of technology and with the introduction of automation, uh, this particular function or industry is also getting transformed. So, Birud, how have you, what have been your experience with customer support over the last 20, 30 years? And how, how have you seen this function evolving? You know, customer support is perhaps one of the most critical functions, right, that any business does. I mean, if you think about it, businesses succeed only when their customers are happy. And the primary responsibility for that lies with customer su- support or its related functions like customer success, you know, customer service, uh, call it what you want. It's the same thing, okay? But the challenge is that oftentimes uh, these uh, this function ends up being seen as a cost center. And therefore, it doesn't get anywhere near the same attention as many other parts of the business, right? And either, I think, uh, if you think about traditional call centers, let's say, you know, in, in the U.S. and so on, oftentimes uh, running cost center, uh, call centers with voice-based calls is very hard because when you have peak demand, you know, you, have, you don't have enough support agents, but at other times, support agents are sitting idle. Uh, they're trying to, you know, have some flexibility there and so on. So that's sort of one part of the problem where customer support, you know, just hard to get it right and it it's really suffers. And then if you look at emerging markets, right, uh, India, Brazil, and other places, many businesses say, you know what, customer support is too expensive. We're just not going to have customer support, right? So they say, you know, they make the choice of, you know, it's a hyper-competitive environment. You're selling products at low margins. One of the ways to reduce cost is to reduce support. And I think it, uh, I mean, uh, you know, some, sometimes it's it's hard for business or or if somebody, if some business invests a lot in customer support, they don't get the price premium that they need to continue to sustain it. So it's sort of, you know, you end up with this false choice where, you know, do you have competitive pricing on the one hand and cut customer support or do you invest in customer support and either increase your price and lose market share? or keep your price the same and lower your margins, right? So it really gives you a set of false choices. And and these are hard things for business managers to to decide. And, and that's the reason why, right? It often is a continuing source of frustration for consumers. And fortunately, 
you know, fortunately with new technology, conversational technology, as we're going to talk about today, we can sort of really break through this false choice and sort of say, look, you can have low prices and good quality customer support. It's not either or and and so on. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I think this has the potential to fundamentally transform the whole sort of customer support industry, uh, the, the customer service experience for consumers, uh, and, and, and so on, right? So I think it's, it's super exciting. Yeah, and I think uh, the other trend that's happened is customer support is now sort of subsumed or integrated with the whole CX view of things that companies are taking. They're looking at the entire life cycle of a customer from, from a lead to onboarding to supporting them through their life cycle. And I think with these uh, with technology coming into customer support, that's becoming part of the whole CX uh, tech stack. And there are seamless handovers that are taking place, which never existed uh, earlier. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, this uh, sort of the customer experience sort of mindset has, has sort of continually increased uh, over the last few years. And I think ultimately the only reality is the customer reality. The way the customer experiences your company, your business, your interactions is what what matters. And if they if they have a difficult time doing business with the company, it can be challenging. You know, they'll go find somebody else. That they can do business with, right? So ultimately, and and customer experiences, you have to look at it holistically. To, uh, how do you how do you market to them? How do you sell to them? And then how do you support them uh, over time? How do you deal with exceptions? How do you deal with problems? You know, and and so on. How can you how do you convert adversity into opportunity? Uh, convert problem situation with the customer into, and as you know, as with the with the rise of uh, social media. And, you know, the, the word of mouth uh, power has grown dramatically. So if a customer is not happy with a brand or a business, they can instantly tell uh, hundreds of their friends or thousands of followers and vice versa. If they're delighted, even that gets uh, magnified tremendously very quickly, right? So, so if anything, uh, you know, so it's sort of funny. In the, old, in the olden days, you know, maybe... Um, decades ago businesses would spend far more in advertising and usually you know good advertising could beat good product uh, or good support now with social media with word of mouth and so on it's you know it's much harder for businesses to really just create this marketing based perception because now consumer communities talk to each other they influence each other irrespective of whatever advertising somebody is doing and therefore, the product experience, the support experience, right, the overall customer experience matters uh, a lot more. Today, you know, good product beats, uh, you know, and good support beats good advertising any day. And uh, I think it's super important to to look at look at support as a core part of the company offering. That's right. So we've looked at what you might call the second coming of customer support, where it's now an investment function. And, and as you said, a core part of building the CX and building loyalty. So walk us through, you know, some of the the technological advances. You know, it, we always had a phone line that you can call into, or there's always been an email ID that you can write into. But what are some of the significant changes that have taken place uh, in technology around customer support that's leading us to where we are today, which is the, the conversational era in support. 
Yeah, I think, uh, well, even before we get to customer support technology, I mean, just look at consumer behavior, which has changed dramatically, right? I think, let's say in the 80s and 90s, you know, if they had a problem or needed to reach a business, they'd find the phone number and make a phone call. And uh, after that, when the web came about, they would look up the website and maybe uh, submit a query there or send an email, right? And then, but more recently, you know, with the with the smartphone revolution, with the mobile revolution worldwide, you know, I think people are, and, and then on those small screens, consumers by a very wide margin prefer to interact through messaging channels. I mean, this is how they interact with their friends. This is how they interact with family. The most heavily used app on mobile devices is the messaging app, right? It's not so much the voice call anymore. It's not so much the mobile browser. And even sort of apps have a very skewed sort of messaging-based tools and really adopting conversational messaging, right? Developing maybe chatbots and software agents that can have uh, normal human conversation with you know, with consumers. Therefore, I think, you know, just, just in direct response to consumer preference for messaging, I think businesses and customer support teams are starting to adopt conversational technologies to to interact uh, with those consumers. Right. So, Virud, let's talk a little bit about customer support use cases that typically manifest uh, in a lot of businesses, especially on messaging apps. We can start with something that's basic and maybe build it up to something uh, really complex that's out there in the field today. Yeah, I think, well, firstly, for most companies, customer support queries that come in usually have a very skewed uh, distribution, right? There's a few queries, uh, a small number of queries that are frequently asked, and then a lot of other queries, um, you know, a large number of queries that show up, you know, infrequently, right? And clearly, with the use of technology, the first thing to address is this sort of low-hanging fruit, the the frequently asked queries, right? Uh, The FAQs are easy, are relatively easier to automate, it's very clear what they are. So oftentimes it's like, you know, I've I've lost my password, can you reset my account? Uh, You know, just some basic, what are your policies? What are your hours of operation? You know, how do I do this? How do I do that? I mean, those are usually sort of the common frequently asked, uh, you know, the FAQs. And and that would be a good starting point, right? And then beyond that, of course, there are more advanced queries. They want to do returns, cancellations, you know, it could be, um, or maybe even more complex or compound queries, right? I did this and that happened and that happened, therefore what do I do now? So I think if you just lay out all the queries in a, on a spectrum from uh, sort of relatively easy to understand and respond to, relatively complex, I think on that continuum, right, uh, using conversational technology, uh, conversational AI, I mean, the good thing these days is AI, the state of the art in AI has got very, very good in terms of being able to do, you know, language understanding. Uh, there are off-the-shelf language models that are developed by uh, academia, by research organizations that are available and that could be fine-tuned for a particular domain, right? And given that, uh, you can, um, I mean, businesses can uh, really, you know, do a good job understanding the user query, right? So the first part is identifying the intent, extracting the entities, right? Basically understanding uh, what the user is asking, right? And then and then translate it into a set of actions um, or commands, you know, some of it may require 
an API integration with the with the transaction system on the back end. Like if you want to, you know, look up the account balance, uh, you want to, you know, uh, cancel an item, refund an amount, things like that. Right? Those would require some actions on the back end, and then um, you know the the chatbot can provide a response. Right. So, so the basic, um, the, the the first step really is, you know, doing these, taking the FAQs, doing uh, leveraging AI tools for language understanding, and translating it into actions. Now, uh, you know, if some businesses are a little hesitant about using AI, or you know, they might be concerned about the accuracy of AI, well, uh, then in those cases, they can just do completely structured interactions as well. You can provide you know, a list of uh, sort of quick replies, right? So you ask, you send a message to the user with option one, two, and three, and then if they select option one or two, then it goes to a different path. And then again, so it's sort of navigating through a series of menus, right? Uh, and that that is also a conversational experience. It's not, you know, it's it's a very structured experience, but but it's guaranteed, you know, it's guaranteed to work. There's no uh, failure modes, uh, it's it's very deterministic. It's very clear what to do at every step, uh, right? So there's no ambiguity about that. Um, of course, with a unstructured natural language conversation, you know, uh, there can be a, a little bit of ambiguity if the AI doesn't understand a user query or if it's not phrased uh, or if it's phrased in a way that the AI doesn't understand, then that can be, you know, that can lead to uh, some um, sort of uh, unknown paths, right? And now, uh, one option is to use a combination of structured and unstructured uh, queries, right? Or if the you, if the bot doesn't understand the query, to state clearly that oh, I don't understand, or did you mean A, B, or C, right? And then allow the user to disambiguate and guide uh, the bot in a certain direction, right? So, so that's where it, you know, those are the approaches to sort of uh, automate uh, question answering. Right, um, and then it can get pretty uh, advanced and complex as well. Right, AI systems now can also handle changing context. Right, meaning you may, the user may be talking about one topic, and say, "Are you, you know, let's say if the bot says, are you sure you want to cancel this?'" And then, but the person says, "Wait a minute, can you tell me about your policy, or tell me about the pricing, or how much would it cost if I repurchased it?" So they completely change the context from one topic to another. And then maybe come back to it, right? So AI has gotten very good, uh, where even the dialogue management can maintain context and retain, you know, uh, sort of uh, remain intelligent about the conversation, even as the user is jumping from one topic to another. Anyway, so I think all of these uh, automations are possible, but the ultimate fallback is, you know, of course, the the human customer agent team is still there and still available. So, so the right way to implement some of these is for the bot to say, look, if I do not understand a query with a high degree of confidence, then I'm going to escalate it to a human mm-hmm. agent, right? Hand over the conversation to a human agent and let them take it from there. Right. So and and that's perfectly fine. Right. So think of it, think of it as a dial where you see as the AI uh, is learning more and more things, you can turn the dial up or down depending mm-hmm. on what the optimal performances, right? And in that respect, by the way, you know, you should think of uh, conversational AI as just a new employee, right? Imagine in the customer yes. support team, you hire a new employee, right? Uh, you put them through training, 
And then in the beginning, you give them some, you know, simpler conversations and see what they do. But if they don't understand, they would come to the supervisor and and get guidance and take it from there. Uh, and over time, as they get more confident, as they get better, they can take on more and more responsibility, right? So in almost exactly the same way, think of the AI not not as an all or nothing proposition where either it does everything, right, which can fail or it does nothing, in which case you're not taking the advantage of it. I think the right way to say it is, okay, but let's start, you know, with the simple frequently asked queries and then kind of gradually take it from there. And, and you know, these days with technology, it's easily, it's possible to do A-B testing so you can right. have the bot answer, you know, queries, uh, some percentage of the new queries. And if it does a good job, then you sort of deploy it to everybody and keep, you know, the bot capability can keep keep growing as well. So there's many different, you know, ways to sort of uh, mix and match these different approaches. <laughs> it depends on the specific business, the brand, their consumers, the nature of the product, the complexity of the conversation and so on. Uh, but there's a lot of, you know, different ways to slice and dice this problem. But but there's no question that, you know, taking this approach is yeah. indeed the right way to sort of, you know, automate uh, customer support. Well, thank you so much for your views, Virut. And for our listeners, those of you who either work or manage customer support teams or uh, looking to make customer support more efficient in your companies, I think do look at conversational technologies and especially marry them with, uh, messaging channels and and uh, look to improve the impact that your brand has on, on your customers. Yeah. I mean, just to jump in, like I mentioned earlier, right? I think using conversational technology is the best way to sort of break that false choice. You can have, you know, great high quality customer support and uh, sort of do it at an affordable cost because, you know, with technology, you know, you don't have, it can, technology can handle peak demand it doesn't have to, you know, you can, you don't need a large team. So, so you can keep uh, the team focused on, you know, uh, simpler, uh, I mean, the, the more complex queries that are fewer in number while automating a lot of the other stuff. But I think this can have a huge transformational impact uh, on sort of business consumer interactions. Right. And yes, I think customer support then moves from being a traditional cost center to something that's really valuable to a business and it's making a difference to customer loyalty. All right. Thank you so much as usual listeners for tuning in and thank you for your time, Birud, and and your views. Uh, We look forward to welcoming you and all our listeners uh, on the next episode.